I knew the day you met me I could love you If you let me Though you touched my cheek And said how Easy you'd forget me You said Butterflies are free here it is, a present for you. What is it? What does it feel like? A necklace. They're love beads. I wore them when I was a hippie. You ought to wear beads if you're going to play the guitar. Hmm. Nobody told me. Donovan wears them. And Jimi Hendrix. What else should I wear? Oh, some kicky clothes. Wild. And your hair doesn't exactly blow the mind. What's wrong with it? Uh, I can fix it. What's wrong with it? The way you comb it. It's a little square. I can fix it. I know I have a comb here. Is there anything left to eat? I'm starving. So soon? Isn't it awful? There should be a couple of apples. There's an awful lot of lettuce, which is not exactly what I'm dreaming of. I only see one apple. It's yours. Thanks. Uh, Come on, sit here. Just sit still. I don't know that I want to look like a hippie. You're not going to look like a hippie. You're going to look hip. When were you a hippie? I guess it was right after my marriage. I used to hang around Sunset Strip and smoke pot and say things like, down with the fuzz and don't trust anyone over 30, the whole bit. I just did it because everybody was doing it. Then I stopped because everybody was doing it. I felt I was losing my individuality, whatever that is. The main thing, of course, was to protest against my mother, but it didn't work. I mean, I walked in one day with my hair long and stringy, wearing far-out clothes and beads and sandals. She loved it. Next day, she had stringy hair and far-out clothes and beads and sandals. Well, I mean, how can you protest against someone who's doing the same thing you are, right? So I went the other way and joined the Young Republicans for Ronald Reagan. Another mistake. There's no such thing as a Young Republican. There. You look terrific. It doesn't look too wild, does it? No, no. It gives you charisma. What do you mean, charisma? It's like pizzazz. Star quality. It's better than talent. If you have charisma, you don't need anything else. They'll line up for blocks to see you. Did you have to be so goddamn rude? Was I rude? All those questions. What are you, the Attorney General of Scarsdale? I think I have a right to know something about my son's friends. Now let's talk about my rights. You're not supposed to be here for another month. Why did you have to come today, huh? Since when do you speak to me like this? Since when do you come sneaking into my room like this? I didn't come sneaking in. The door was unlocked. You could have knocked. I thought it was a raid. It should have been. Why don't you lock your door? Till I know my way around the room, it was easier to let people come in on their own. But it'll be locked from now on. I thought my coming here would be a pleasant surprise for you. Had I known I'd be treated like the Long Island Railroad... You would have come anyway. And I'm glad I did. My worst fears have been realized. Thank heaven. My worst fear was that your worst fears wouldn't be realized. Can you imagine if you came here and liked it? We'd have nothing to talk about. Did you have to choose such a sordid neighborhood? To me, it looks just like Scarsdale. There are lots of nice places up in the 60s and 70s. I don't trust anybody over 30th Street. I'd be terrified to live with the type of people down here. They've been nice to me. I'll bet they have. 
Hello and welcome to RAC Theatre Productions' second podcast. RAC Theatre Productions is celebrating 25 years of providing quality theatrical entertainment to Beaver County, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Dave Holowiko. Joining me today is the director of our latest production, Butterflies Are Free, Shanti Bianco. Welcome, Shanti. Hi, Dave. Let's talk about your history with our act. Um, how long have you been a member? I've been a member since uh, fall of 2014. Uh, the first show I actually participated in was our radio show that year. I initially came to the show, to auditions in fact, just to offer my services as a Foley artist to do sound effects, but the director heard my voice and ended up casting me in the show and it was a lot of fun. What else have you done with Rx? I know you've you've done costuming and things like that. This is uh, this is your first time directing, though, right? This is my first time directing a show. It's uh, it's been a challenge to switch my brain from being a costumer to being a director, where you have to be fully responsible for everything. But it's not too dissimilar to being an assistant director. Uh, a lot of boxes to check, a lot of items to keep in line, and as well, just keep making sure the vision is staying on track. My question, and, and I've directed before, so I, I know some of the basics of what you're going through, but what have you found difficult as far as directing, according, you know, what's different, I, w- I want to say, I guess, uh, than, than working behind the scenes? I suppose being the director, the onus lays on you at the end of the day. If, if things don't work out, it's your fault. So having a lot more responsibility has been a little bit more challenging for me. The audition period seemed to be a little bit rough because I uh, have a very small cast. There's only four people in the cast, but I had a hard time casting those specific people that I was looking for. And I had a, I had to adjust my vision and re-evaluate what I really needed in a cast. And eventually I was able to find exactly what I needed for the show. What have you found that's easier than you thought it would be? I suppose it's actually easier to just direct the actors. I'm very fortunate to have four very proficient actors and they're all quite good at coming up with their own character style and they they have a good um, instinct as to what they should do on stage and the way they should say the lines. And so I found that to be so much easier than I recall from being various directors, assistant director. They really know what they're looking for and they, and they go to do it. Okay, let's talk about the show. I can honestly say, and I'm a theater theater person, I don't know what this show is about. Can oh. you give us a synopsis of exactly what Butterflies is Free is about? Sure. It's, a, it's actually a really lovely, uh, quiet, romantic comedy. It's set in 1969 in Greenwich Village, New York. Don Baker has recently moved out on his own. He's living in an apartment for the first time. He uh, is an aspiring singer-songwriter, and so he's trying to write a song. He meets his next-door neighbor and finds out that she's a vivacious flighty character, uh, a lot like a butterfly, in fact, and starts to fall in love with her. The punchline is Don is blind. And so a lot of his experiences are coming from the side of not being able to see anything. And so even though he's blind, he doesn't really see that as a handicap. And he still is able to function on his own and get through life and find how many steps it takes to get to the laundromat or the delicatessen and live on his own. I know your actor that's playing the blind part is sighted. How have you sort of told him to not look at things and not, I, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, I guess, is how can you play a blind person? Because we're so uh, visually oriented and we tend to look at the audience. And so it's going to be very hard for, for the actor playing. And, and who, who is playing the blind person? Zach Mitrasek is playing um, Don. And in fact, in auditions, he 
immediately was looking beyond the person. And so even though he was facing them, because he could clearly hear where they were coming from, he, he knew instinctively to just look beyond them as if he's not making eye contact. The only thing I've really had to work with him on is object relation. And, and when he, even though he knows his apartment, he's memorized it, just feeling around a little bit to make sure he is actually grabbing for the right thing. Um, and so that's the, the key for me is for him to seem blind if he reaches for something rather than grabbing it initially, he actually has to feel his way around to find that object. Has it made any difference in setting up the set as far as him being blind? Have we have you made any adjustments to the set or anything? So Not particularly. In fact, we're quite limited with the set. A lot of the set is described within the script. And so we had to follow a lot of what was in there. Now, the one thing we have been conscious of is having a set throughout rehearsal so that he could be aware of the space and he could walk around the space with confidence. Sounds very interesting. I've never had the opportunity to direct anybody that that was supposed to play visually impaired or play the part. So it's going to be interesting to see his character and, and how well he plays a blind person. The show is scheduled for when? It's July 21st and 22nd, and then also the following weekend, Friday, Saturday, the 28th and 29th. Okay, and it is the at the Avenue Theater in Rochester. Yep, right here at 158 Brighton Avenue, Rochester, PA. We start the show at 7, but our box office opens at 6. The theater doors actually open at 6.30, so you can find yourself a nice front row seat. Where can tickets be purchased? You can either purchase them online at rectheaterproductions.com, or if you go to the Hostess gift shop in Beaver, they have them for sale there for just $10 a piece. That's great. Our act itself is online on Facebook. They have their own website. We can be found on Facebook at Our Act Theater Productions, and we can also be found online at ouractproductions.com. I know that Our Act has enjoyed a renaissance lately with new actors and um, different people coming in to work tech. How can somebody get involved if they want to join Our Act? Oh, there's any number of ways. I mean, if you find us on Facebook, you can message us and we'll reach back out to you and find exactly what it is you want to be involved in. We always have auditions for our upcoming shows. We post those well in advance. So if you can schedule to come and audition, we would love to see you. You can find any R-Act member at any production and they'll point you in the right direction as to where who you need to speak to for what type of volunteer work you're interested in doing. Coming shows. I know we have some shows scheduled for the rest of the year. We have Death and Detectives, a brand new murder mystery by Larry Spinnenweber. We um, have auditions dates scheduled for that one. They're actually coming up in July, the Friday, the 15th, and Saturday, the 16th. I believe those are the dates. I have to double check a calendar to be sure. But Death and Detectives is our September show. And then we have a show in October. It's Gaslight. Uh, that one will be directed by our very own Eric Armstrong. And I know, I know every year, because I've been involved in them, you do a, um, a production for charity at the museum or at the art gallery in New Brighton. Yeah, so this year we'll be producing I'll Be Seeing You at the Merrick Art Gallery. It'll be the first weekend in December. That's great. Well, Shanti, this sounds like it's going to be a very interesting show. I can't wait to see it. And I hope everybody comes and sees Butterflies Are Free at RAC Theatre Productions in Rochester, Pennsylvania. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Natalia Nowicki. I'm playing Jill Tanner, who also goes by Jill Benson sometimes. I really love this show and Jill's character. I identify with her on so many levels. Like, she's basically me as 
a character in a play. So it's not really hard for me to be her and get into her headspace. I really like that she's not afraid to express her passions about food because, oh, that's me to a T. I love food so much. <laughs> I got into acting because I was a really shy kid and it brought me out of my shell. Like nobody believes that I was a shy kid nowadays, so really helps. <laughs> well, I just saw an audition posted on Facebook for one of my favorite shows. And I was like, I have to audition for this. So I did. And now I'm here, I did it, yeah. Hi, my name is Zach Matrisic and I play Don Baker in Butterflies Are Free. Don is a very independent, witty, well-read kind of guy. Obviously blind, which is a huge part of his personality, but he won't take any pity for it. In fact, that's the only thing that he hates. He doesn't mind being blind, but pity is the one thing he can't stand. And I relate to that. Don is kind of the guy that I aspire to be. Quick-witted, smart, knows everything about pretty much anything. And really the entire play is him finding his independence and him getting away from an overbearing, overprotective mother who thinks she has all the guilt. But really, Don doesn't want any of that. He wants to live his life, be a guitar player, singer, songwriter, and along the way, he meets an aspiring actress, and in the course of a day, things flip around 180, and then they flip back around. And it's just a very funny, inspiring tale. My name is Danielle Lang. I play Florence Baker, Dawn's overprotective, overbearing mother. This is my most challenging role yet. She is a wealthy, upper-class woman from Scarsdale, and I had to work very hard on the dialect because I have a <laughs> distinct Pittsburgh slash Southern accent that I have to try and drown out for the character. I mean, she's very prim and very proper, which is everything I'm not. So it's it's been a challenge to, to get into into character and, and develop this this role. I think it's a great play. It's very well written. Um, I think the audience will love it because it has um, a lot of emotion. It has a lot of humor, a lot of good jokes. I mean, just the, the whole storyline itself is is just fantastic. Come see Butterflies Are Free. You won't be disappointed. listening to a production of the Social Voice Podcast Network.